Graduates, we are so proud of you and all that you have achieved. You each great have a great future ahead of you if you will make the right decisions in life. On Sunday mornings, we have been learning about the incredible power of seeds and about the power of sowing and reaping. From the very beginning, our Heavenly Father put this principle in place, Genesis 8, verse 22, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest will never cease. Seed time and harvest is a fact and a reality in every area of life. Seed time and harvest is a principle that can work for you or it can work against you. If you make the wrong choices and decisions, seed time and harvest will work against you. But if you make the right choices and the right decisions, seed time and harvest will work for you. God has a wonderful plan and purpose for your life, but you must do your part. Whether you realize it or not, in your life, you are a farmer. You determine your choices and decisions. You determine every seed you sow, whether good or bad, and you determine your harvest. Say, I determine my harvest. I determine now, we, we live in a culture that denies this. We live in a culture in which no one wants to take personal responsibility for anything. We live in a culture in which everyone wants to blame someone else for the reality of their life and their circumstances. But in your life, you're the farmer and you determine your harvest. Say, I determine my harvest. The choices and decisions that you make are the seeds that you sow. And your seeds will determine your harvest. Many years ago, when I was younger than you, my father told my sister and I that in high school, amongst our friends at the time, Everything seemed even. We all attended the same church and school. Our lives were largely the same. But my father said that over the next 20 years, our friends and acquaintances would make dramatically different decisions and choices. And so he said that there would come a day, 10 years or 20 years from then, and amongst the friends that we grew up with, things would no longer be the same or even. There would be a dramatic difference of results. It may not seem fair, but the decisions you make in the next 10 years will dramatically affect the rest of your life. And the decisions that you make the next 10 years, you will be living with the consequences of those decisions for the rest of your life. Whether or not you choose to live for God and to put God first in your life, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, whether you choose to get plugged into a great church, to be faithful, to be consistent, to put the kingdom of God first, whether or not you choose to stay in school, whether or not you choose to finish your education or vocational training of some kind, whether or not you choose, and it is a choice, whether or not you choose to keep yourself pure and to wait until marriage to have children, whether or not you choose to work hard and to prove yourself to be a success, so that you can provide for a family someday. Whether or not you choose to save and to invest and to practice good stewardship. It may not seem fair, but the decisions you make over the next 10 years 
those decisions will dramatically affect the rest of your life. And you'll live with the consequences of those decisions for the rest of your life. I love you. Jessica and I love you. My parents love you. And so we're willing to tell you the truth. Life is not about luck or chance or coincidence. Life is about the choices and the decisions that you make. Life, it is about the choices and decisions you make. Jesus said in Matthew 7, beginning in verse 13, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Even though they grew up in church, even though they grew up in a great private Christian school, even though they grew up in a great family who loved the Lord, there are young people who choose. Yes, I say they choose. They choose the broad road that leads to destruction. Even though they grew up with better, even though they know better, they choose the broad road that leads to destruction. And what is the result? The Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin, it is death. But the few, I said the few, they choose the narrow road that leads to life, the abundant life in this life, and eternal life in the next. Young people, we love you, and so we're willing to tell you the truth. In a world that is on its way to hell, in a world that will soon face the judgment and the wrath of God Almighty, choose the narrow road that leads to life. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter your friends or relationships, no matter who you marry, no matter what you do in life, choose the narrow road that leads to life. Life is not about luck, chance, or coincidence. Life is about the choices and decisions you make. To reap a harvest of righteousness, you must sow righteousness. In your life, you will reap the harvest of your choices, your decisions, and your actions. The Apostle Paul wrote, beginning in Galatians 6 and verse 7, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man or woman... A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Paul tells us to not be deceived, which means we can be deceived. And many are. We live in a world and culture in which people deny personal responsibility. We live in a world and culture in which people deny that the outcome of their lives is the result of their choices and their decisions. But I'm here to tell you, without apology, I'm here to tell you, you are responsible for the outcome of your life. You are responsible before God for the outcome of your life. You are responsible. Why don't we say that? Say, I am responsible. I am responsible. And whether you stand one day at the judgment seat of Christ with the righteous or at the great white throne judgment with the wicked. A day is coming when you will stand before Almighty God to give an account for what you did with your life and with your gifts, talents, and abilities. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap 
eternal life. Do not be deceived. A man reaps what he sows. A woman reaps what she sows. Say, I will reap what I sow. So in your life, you're the farmer. And you determine your choices and decisions. You determine every seed you sow, whether good or bad. And you determine your harvest. The choices and decisions you make are the seeds you sow. And your seeds determine your harvest. Life is not about luck, chance, or coincidence. Life is about the decisions that you make. And the most important decision, and it has eternal consequences, the most important decision is whether or not you make Jesus Christ the Lord and the Savior of your life. And then you must choose to truly live for Jesus in this wicked world. And I'm willing to tell you the truth. What you do matters. Your deeds matter. Your choices matter. Your actions, they matter. And then it matters whether you live a righteous, holy, and pure life set apart before God. Jesus himself said that he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Hebrews tells us that without holiness, no one will see the Lord. So the most important decision is Jesus and actually living for Jesus in this wicked world. And the second most important decision then is who you will marry. And this is why friendships and relationships matter. This is why we are to live a moral and a pure and a righteous life. This is why you should never compromise yourself, not spiritually, not emotionally, not mentally, not physically. So many stay in a wrong relationship or they enter into marriage because they feel as if they have no other choice because they have sinned or they have compromised themselves. The wrong seeds will limit your life. The wrong choices and decisions will limit your life. The wrong choices and decisions will limit your options in life. The wrong choices and decisions will spoil the harvest that you could have had if only you had lived a righteous life. The wrong choices and decisions will spoil the harvest you could have had if only you had lived a righteous life. See, life is not about luck, chance, or coincidence. Life is about the choices and the decisions that we make. It's a choice, a decision to finish your education, to go to class on time, to finish your work with excellence, to finish what you start. It's a choice or decision to finish college or vocational training of some kind so you can be competent in a time when people don't know what they're doing. You can know what you're doing. To be well employed, to be self-sufficient. It's a choice, it's a decision to work hard and to be a success. And I, I know that this culture is against success, but how can you provide for your family if you're not a success? How can you be a blessing if you're not a success? How can you leave something great behind for your children and grandchildren if you're not a success? It's a choice and decision to not only make what you need, but to produce more than enough so you can be a blessing. Anything else is a selfish life. Anything else, it is a wasted life. It is a choice and decision to practice good stewardship. It is a choice and decision to put the kingdom of God first, to be a tither, to be generous with the kingdom of God, with your family, and with those in need. It's a choice and it's a decision to save and invest. 
It's a choice and a decision to save and invest at least 10% of all that crosses your hands. Remember, the most important decision is Jesus. And the second most important decision is who you will marry, who you will be joined together with and yoked together with for life. The Apostle Paul said, do not be unequally yoked together. I'm 40 years old, but I've seen it all my life. God's people, church people, young people who know better, they know better. They choose to be unequally yoked together. The Apostle Paul said, bad company corrupts good character. And yet I've seen it. God's people, church people, people who know better, they choose bad company and wrong friends. And they choose wrong, sinful relationships. The Apostle Paul said, what fellowship hath light with darkness? And yet I've seen it all my life. God's people, church people, young people who know better, they choose to fellowship with darkness. And the problem with that is there's a harvest coming, but it's not the harvest you want. God himself said, come out from among them and be separate. And yet I've seen it all my life. God's people, church people, young people who know better, they, they, they know the right choice, and yet they choose the world. They choose the broad road that leads to destruction. But I want you to see it. When trouble comes, when heartache comes, when destruction comes, it is not the result of God's will. It is the result of their own sinful, selfish choices and decisions. The Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 6 and verse 7, Do not be deceived. A man reaps what he sows. So in your life, you're the farmer. You determine your choices and decisions. You determine every seed you sow, whether good or bad. And you determine your harvest. Say, I determine my harvest. Say, I'm responsible. Say, I'm responsible before Almighty God. The choices and decisions that you make are the seeds that you sow. And those seeds determine your harvest. Life is not about luck or chance or coincidence. Life is about the choices and decisions you make. Paul then wrote in Galatians 6 and verse 9, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. I'm so thankful that my parents pushed me to never quit, to never give up. And parents, it's a bad thing to let your children stop and start, to start and then stop, to let them quit something just because they have a bad day, to let them quit something just because something doesn't go their way, to let them quit something just because a coach corrects them and tells them they could have done better. If you want to be a success, you got to finish what you start. And you got to do it well and do it with excellence. And you might get tired. You might get frustrated. You might get disappointed. You might feel let down. But the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 6 and verse 9, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. It's a choice and a decision to do what's right no matter what. It's a choice and a decision to do what's right, no matter life's temptations. It's a choice 
and a decision to do what's right and to never give up, to never quit. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. There will be challenges. There will be temptations. There will be disappointments and failures. People will let you down. People will disappoint you. But the one I serve, he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. The one I serve, he is our ever-present help in trouble. Consider all that the Apostle Paul faced in his ministry for Jesus. And these are his own words. Trouble, hardship, distress, beatings, imprisonments, riots, hard work, sleepless nights, hunger, being flogged severely, being exposed to death again and again, being lashed or whipped 39 times on five separate occasions, beaten with rods, stoned, shipwrecked on three different occasions, stormed at sea, danger on all sides from all men, trouble in the churches, sleepless days and nights, cold, hunger, and thirst. So wherever you go, wherever your roommate is, whatever temptations there are, you can live for God. You don't have to compromise yourself. You don't have to be compelled to quit or to compromise yourself to make the world happy. And whatever the difficulty, it's nothing harder than what the Apostle Paul faced. Consider all that the Apostle Paul faced, and yet he fulfilled his assignment for God. It's a choice every day to do what's right. It's a choice every day to live for God and not for the world. It's a choice every day to take the narrow road that leads to life and not the broad road that leads to destruction. It's a choice every day to persevere, to dust yourself off despite life's disappointments and failures and to keep going. It's a choice every day to run your race. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 9, beginning in verse 24, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly, I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. I, in my own life, do not want to be disqualified. So I run in such a way as to get the prize. Run in such a way as to get the prize. Run in such a way as to be a success. Run in such a way as to do what God has called you to do. In your life, you're the farmer. You determine your choices and decisions. You determine every seed you sow, whether good or bad, and you determine your harvest. Say, I determine my harvest. Say, I'm responsible. As children get older, they become more and more responsible. Now you're headed out on your own. So you can't blame your third grade teacher. Can't blame me anymore. Can't blame Aaron Wood anymore. Can't blame mom or dad anymore. You are responsible. You are responsible. Life is what 
You make it. You're the farmer. You determine your harvest. The choices and the decisions that we make, they are the seeds that we sow. And your seeds determine your harvest. It's not about luck, not about chance or coincidence. Life is about the choices and the decisions that we make. Yes, there will be time when we, there will be times when we all face challenges. But the issue is, what will you do? Will you throw in the towel? Will you give up on God or on your husband or wife or your family? Will you use life's disappointments as an excuse to abandon righteousness? Or like Paul, will nothing stop you from fulfilling God's assignment and purpose for your life? Life is what you make it. So when you face a challenge, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and keep going. Robert H. Schuller said it this way, tough times never last, but tough people do. If you'll persevere, if you won't quit, if you won't throw in the towel, if you'll persevere and refuse to compromise yourself, better days will always be ahead. Proverbs 24 and verse 16 says, for though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. What kind of man? A righteous man. Not, not just any man. Not just any woman. Not, not the kind of person who starts and stops and starts and stops with God. Not, not the kind of person who compromises themselves. Not, not, not the kind of person who looking for every excuse in life. A righteous man. Though he falls seven times, he rises again. Life is not about luck, chance, or coincidence. Life is about the decisions you make. In your life, you're the farmer. You determine your choices, your every decision. You determine every seed you sow, whether good or bad, and you determine your harvest. Say, I determine my harvest. Say, I'm responsible before Almighty God. We love you, and so we're willing to tell you the truth. The harvest, and whatever life is, whatever life becomes, it is totally and 100% up to you. You're the farmer. You determine your harvest. I am not the judge, and I thank God that I am not. But one day soon, we will all stand before the judge, the judge of the living and the dead, and we will each give an account for our lives. God's record books will be open, and every account will be settled. As the Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 5, verse 14, Awake, thou that sleepest in Christ shall give thee light. And verse 15, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. The King James says, redeeming the time, because the days, they are evil. Almighty God has given us each this great gift. Almighty God has given these wonderful graduates this great gift. In your life, you're the farmer, and you determine your harvest. Galatians 6 and verse 7, do not be deceived. A man reaps what he sows. Please bow your heads. Now, you might be here today, and maybe you've been here before, maybe you've sat in church here or somewhere else before, but in your heart, 
you do not know God. You do not have a relationship with God. You have never asked Jesus Christ into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. You might also be here today and at a time in your life you, you gave your life to the Lord, but you, you know, you know here in your heart you're not living for God. You have been living for yourself. You have been doing your own thing and you have paid the price. And maybe you've blamed others. Maybe you've blamed mom and dad. Maybe you've blamed someone from the past. Maybe you've blamed the Lord. But you know in your heart you are 100% responsible for what is going on in your life. You can leave here today knowing that you have peace with God. You can leave here today knowing that you have a new beginning and a fresh start. And so I'm going to give you the opportunity, if that is for you, to pray, to pray with me and to leave here knowing today that you have a new beginning, you have a fresh start, and you have peace with God. And so if that's you here in this room, pray here in a moment with me. If you're watching or listening online, pray with me. If that's for you, repeat this simple prayer right where you are with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I repent of my sins and I give you my life. I ask Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. I give you my life and thank you for setting me free of anything that would hinder me in living for you. You young graduates, so wonderful, your whole lives ahead of you. You can do it. You can be a success. You can do and be a success at whatever God has put in your heart to do. But I want you to know, life is what you make it. And to be the success God wants you to be, you've got to live for him, can't compromise, and you've got to make the right choices and decisions. Because you're the farmer, and the harvest is up to you. God bless you.